Cousin Jared, we are back. Had an extra day off here. Just not a lot happening yeah. on Monday. Took an extra day off. Now we're back. Yep. Let's talk college football. We got seven games we're going to talk about. Uh, four of them in the front half of the show. The other three, plus a baseball playoff game for our loyal dub clubbers. Again, if you want to sign up, that link's in the show description. If you want those uh, other plays, we're talking about one of the Tuesday games. Uh, we got a bunch of midweek games happening now for college football. Yeah. So, Cousin Jerry, this is the fun time of year where we just get football every day uh, going yeah. forward here. We're in the midst of a stretch of I don't know how many days in a row I've heard at this point it's going to have football. So start with Tuesday football. That's on the after show. Let's recap what happened last week. We'll do the NFL recap tomorrow with Jake. But MLB playoffs, Cousin Jared, 8-2 and two so far, 38% ROI. Uh, yeah. We mentioned this, that September just went a little bit wonky this year. It was good last two seasons, not good this year. You never know what you're going to get with September, but we are back on a roll in the playoffs. Cousin uh, Jared, most of those picks over on Dub Club. So, I mean, the people know where to go to get the winners. Um, yep. Uh, simple, right? Yeah, and I mean, as we've seen uh, – you know, just following around with us here, some of the free plays that you've gotten, the total of the days and everything have, have mm -hmm. gone well as well. But to really get all of that benefit, that 38% ROI there, got to be on Doug Club. Yeah, and uh, week seven A-grade sides, 15 and nine. Most of those were on Dub Club as well. That's a 21% ROI. Season A-grades, back to positive for the season. Uh, I, I have that in there for a couple of reasons we'll talk about. Number one, 55 and 53, but positive. Why is that? Because we're taking some dogs. So if you don't see dogs in every show, the A grades are a little bit more tilted to underdogs than favorites. There's typically a little bit more value. That just kind of slightly shifts us that direction. Uh, so we don't even have to be 52.4% necessarily to make money, which is good. That's about where we are, though. And I mentioned this last week. I really was pleased with where the model landed with regards to the A-grade sides, and that came through last week, and I think it's just up, up, and away on the A-grade sides here. doesn't mean they'll win every week, but I think it means in the long run we're going to start seeing some real good profits there like we did last week. And the money line, it's not a play there. It's a parlay of the day. If you like a money line parlay, been given out one of those every week. One week we have out two. Four straight wins, a 17% ROI on the season. Uh, Cousin Jared, you're not a big parlay. Are you Are you dabbling in the money line parlay of the day? We won four straight. You, 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 you dip your toe in that water, or are you – Nope. Stay away from that. Uh, not once. Uh, barely even kept track of it. I, honestly, well, I did keep track of it the first few weeks, and I saw we were 0-3. And, and I was like, this is yeah, exactly start what three. This is why we do yeah. not do parlays, uh, because this is what happens, it feels like, every time with parlays. But now yeah. we've run off yeah. a streak of four, four straight. So uh, if this is your thing, another reason to be on Dub Club, because yep. you are getting this type of information if you're a, a big parlay fan. Even though I'm not, uh, that's something that we offer. We know that, that you all enjoy it. And so I want to make sure we're giving out what you all want. And we're trying to do it smart, and I and I have there in the oh, sheet. Yeah, you can yeah. check out the the sheet, all the sheet, all the season records. Everything is all uh, on Google Sheets. You can find those links on the website uh, as well at the bottom of it. But but you can see how, well, that's why after we started with three, I put the expected number of wins there. I was tracking that because I was like, I know we're zero and three, but like I can calculate the probability we win based off what the model says. I can calculate. You know, we're trying yeah. to find things that are around 50 50 either odds or probability. You know, kind of we're not we're not trying to hit home runs, but we're not yeah. going to play like minus you know, a minus 500 parlay, right? We're trying to get around even money around 50, 50 and we can track all that. And now it's come back to where, where it should be. Uh, I think we're about where we should be at this point, which is we found some really good value in some of these uh, parlays. You can do parlay smart. It's just, it's, you got to find the right, the right situation. And we're trying to find those here. So that's been working. And then the totals, because uh, Jared on this, on the season, the show totals we've been giving out, 
five percent ROI. I put that bottom. I think it's interesting. The all totals, fifty-two point seven percent. That's kind of neat. Not that you should play every total. That's bonkers. But like, yeah, fifty-two point four percent for the model. That's not bad. And 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 yeah. what we've tried to do is highlight the ones we like the most on show. A nice little five percent ROI. We'll try to. So they got another total today that we'll we'll throw out there. And we'll throw out some more. We'll start putting out more over on TikTok and Instagram, and I'll tweet those out as well, uh, some totals. So we'll kind of t- keep trying to highlight the totals. Good things, good things all around, because Jared? Yep, all around. All around. All right, well, we'll start off here then. Wednesday night, Sam Houston State, New Mexico State. Uh, there was a moment in time when the model was like, hey, Sam Houston State, terrible offense, but maybe their defense is good. And uh, eh, not really. It kind of <laughs> came back to earth. The, 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 the model got a little bit juked. We were talking about this earlier. Sam Houston State Air Force has to be the leader in the clubhouse for the most confusing game of the season. Mm-hmm. We nailed the under in that game. And then after that, Air Force was like, oh, yeah, we're just going to like put up 40 points on everybody. And Sam Houston, they gave up 40 points to Houston. So why couldn't Air Force do it? Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that Air Force only won that game by 10, despite, despite running off like 30 point wins against everybody else after that, kind of weird. Sam Houston State, not a very good team. New Mexico State, a little bit better. Um, New Mexico State has to be eyeing this as another win to potentially get back to a bowl game. We talked about this. Even though they lost that first game, they're not out of it from bowl. Very weak schedule. So they can do it. They just need to keep winning. And this is a a very winnable game. Same Houston State looked competent at home. Away from home, they have not looked like they can do much. We got New Mexico State here. Minus 165, B-grade pit. Cousin Jared, tell us more. Yeah, so you, you mentioned well. You mentioned that Sam Houston, or Sam Houston State looked a little bit better at home. They had that game against uh, Jacksonville State, which somehow I, I I turned that game off. I, I I thought there's no way that Jacksonville Straight State is driving the length of the field with like 40 seconds left and no timeouts and getting and a score. Did. And yes, yeah, <laughs> and they did. And uh, Sam Houston shouldn't have even been ahead in that game, in my opinion. I feel like they were outplayed in that game. Yeah, oh my they gosh, got like, they got a couple of couple big play, uh, one big play. They got turnover led to a short field. The, the turnover led to a short field. They failed on a third down, but got a pass interference to bailed them out. They got them the ball on the first yard line, the one yard line, and then they took four tries to get into the end zone from the one. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Actually, no, that is here because that same mm, is not, not good. Like the the one uh, bright spot on on their schedule was losing to ten by Air Force in this crazy mm-hmm. low scoring game, and then the game that they. Should have won, but probably shouldn't have won and still found a way to not win uh, against Jacksonville State. Whereas you look at New Mexico State and I mean, yeah, the loss at the beginning of the season to UMass, that's uh, that's not good. Uh, I'm not going to be able to. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to defend that. But then they they looked okay against Liberty. They beat New Mexico, who's an improved team this year. They went out to Hawaii and lost by a field goal. Hawaii is not the best team in the world, but going out to Hawaii is always a tough uh, road trip. And then beat FIU fairly handily at home last week. Um, I just think this is Sam Houston's not good. Back-to-back road trips for Sam Houston on weeknights, going to Liberty last week, going to Las Cruces this week. Um, played, I just played Liberty fairly well as well. At some point, you wonder how much is left in the tank after the way, after the last couple of weeks for them, right? Yeah, yeah. It's just kind of like 
feel like they've given it their best shot the past couple of weeks and it keeps coming up short. And so I think you might have another situation uh, like that this week. I, I think this number is a little short and of all the B grades on the board, this is definitely one of my favorites. And, and Diego Pavia, the quarterback for New Mexico mm-hmm. State, finally starting to play like we, we mm-hmm. thought that he may mm-hmm. when we saw him at the beginning of last season. I think he was the backup. He came in where like he's, he needs to be a starter. Went through mm-hmm. some ups and downs, but he's he's definitely looking to be on the the up uh, here as of the last few weeks. Yeah, absolutely. Just to recap, like you said, it's going to be tough sledding for Sam Houston. The the loss to own overtime to Jacksonville State. Not that they should have won the game, but they should have won the game. Like they didn't play well enough to win, but yeah, they were in yeah. position to win. Yeah. Playing Liberty really well. At some point, he doesn't just run out of gas. And again, uh, they haven't looked quite as well on on the road last week aside, but uh, New Mexico State, again, mentioned it last week here or two weeks ago, I can't remember, you know, still eyeing a bowl, still a very weak schedule, three and three on the season. And obviously if they miss a bowl game, they're going to look back to the Hawaii game, which I believe they were ahead by like double digits at the half mm-hmm. uh, and blew that one. And then the UMass game at home to start the season, the UMass team gets yep. really, really struggled. They're going to look back on those, but they still have it in front of them uh, at this point because a home against a, a Sam Houston team that's, you know, like we said, not very good at UTEP. UTEP's not very good at Louisiana Tech. Louisiana Tech's not very good. Home against Middle Tennessee, not very good. Yeah. Uh, they got to get it by then, though. That's the thing is they got yeah. these next four games. They got to win three of those four. After that, it's at Western Kentucky. I'm going to mark that as a loss at Auburn. That's a loss. Home yeah. against Jacksonville State, who's looked pretty solid. Not going to be mm-hmm. an easy one, but it's in front of them to get back to six wins in another bowl game, which would be absolutely monumental for this program. Pavia, as you mentioned, playing yeah. better. This is some ugly football, but uh, I think the books are just misunder, mis, misrepresenting New Mexico State, misunderstanding them, mis whatever you want to call mm-hmm. this pricing them because of that UMass loss at the beginning of the season. Nobody really knows what to do with Sam Houston yet, uh, but this feels like a great spot to back a yeah. team in New Mexico State that has everything to play for and and hopefully for them at least still a lot to, to, to look forward to. Yeah. Tough, tough yeah. back-to-back road trips now. Yeah, the, the last thing I'll say here, the sideline has New Mexico State ranked 105th has Sam Houston ranked 126th. If there's anything that I've learned uh, from the few years of doing this, it's that when you get down to like the ends of these distributions here for, for where sideline thinks of these teams, like there's a big difference between 105 and 126. Just the gap, like there's the a gap between 105 and 126 is much larger than the difference between 60 and 80. Yeah, and, 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 or, and you could even go the opposite direction, go to the top. The gap between like one, two is, is a lot bigger, you know, pretty large down to like number 10. And, and so anyway, Sam Houston's at the end of one of these distributions. And at the ends, they get pretty far out there. If they're either really, really good or they're really, really bad. It's a great point. It holds for a lot of distributions. A lot of things follow yeah. that bell curve. We talk about with quarterbacks as well, whether it's even college or the NFL, right? We talk about the NFL. The top guys are really good. The bottom guys are really bad. In the middle, it's just a bunch of decent quarterbacks. Uh, but you're right. Sam Houston towards the bottom of that on the road. Great spot to back the home team on Wednesday night. Moving to Saturday, noon Eastern, Georgia Southern and James Madison. Um, you know, Georgia Southern, number one in mm. pace explosion. Mm. They had been number two behind USC, uh, neck and neck. They've slightly overtaken the USC's number two now, I, I believe. Um, plays fast, good offense, bad defense. James Madison, very run of the mill, slightly better on defense, slightly slower, but the markets are pricing this at 58 which would be barely above average. And I get that James Madison doesn't really want to get this game up and down, but Georgia Southern will. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, 
Cousin Jared, I have a really quick and simple analysis for this game. I don't know. I hope I'm not taking the words out of your mouth here, but but okay. hear me out on this one. When Georgia Southern has the ball, the offense will have the advantage. When James Madison has the ball, the offense will have the advantage. Offense going to have yeah. the advantage all, all day because it's not that James Madison offense is good. It's not. But yeah. James Georgia Southern's defense is worse. And James mm-hmm. Madison is a decent defense, but Georgia Southern's offense is pretty good. Offense reigns supreme here. Model says 66 is where this should be priced. We think this can get to the 60s over 58. Key number. 58 mm-hmm. here as well. Yep. So this is one of those run, don't walk, get this now. Uh, no need to wait for this to get up to 59, 60, passing a couple of those key. 58, 59, both kind of key numbers here. We don't want to let it get through those. Cousin Jared, what are your thoughts? Obviously, if this number would have been at 59, I would have thought it would have been low. If it gets to like 61 or 62, I would have been like, ah, okay, you could talk me into that. That might be okay. I have no idea why this is 58. Uh, th- this makes no sense at all. Uh, when I look at both of these teams' schedules, kind of uh, some some games that I would compare this to is uh, Georgia Southern's last game against Coastal, which if anybody ha- has watched us for any length of time this season, you know that we're down on Coastal. Um, well, when I say we, I mean the professor and I. Uh, the third part of the show is, is seems to be high on, on Coastal. Uh, yeah, he had them on that season over, wasn't he? Well, yeah. Oh, oh no. I was talking about sideline, about the ones who are literally oh. here right, oh. <laughs> right, right now. Uh, sideline seems to be high on, on Coastal for some reason. Yeah. Um, anyway, Georgia Southern and, and Coastal game. Coastal, I don't think much of Coastal's offense this season. I don't think they're that good. Uh, when Georgia Southern played Coastal, that game got to 66 points and James Madison for sure you can look at some of their games this season and say hey those have been lower scoring uh but you look at the one uh faster paced team that they've played that was Utah State and that game got to I'm gonna go with 83 points Hmm. and so uh this is just like too low I I feel like throughout my, my my lifetime of being invested in sports when a slower team plays a faster team that seems like three quarters of the time the faster team is the one that ultimately sets the pace of the game and it ends up being a quicker tempo. So um, anyway, I I think this is uh, just way too low for the type of game that Georgia Southern seems to always play. Yeah. And I think, and I think there's a reason for that. Most of the time, the faster team has a better offense and a weaker defense. And it's kind of like I said at the start, when that's the case, the slower team like can't help but score faster because the other defense just isn't very good. And yeah, so it's one right. of those where it's like they you, you aren't gonna like stop after five yards and be like, no, no, like five yards is plenty yeah. good. Like we gotta yeah, keep this yeah. slow. Like they're gonna they're gonna get their seven, eight yards, right? That sort of thing. And that's what happens. Georgia Southern just gives up bigger plays. And until they face a unless they're facing a good defense, and James Madison is good for a group of five. Absolutely. For a group of five yeah. defense, anything under a hundred, number of people hundred is average. Lower is fewer points, higher is more points. Lower than a hundred for a group of five is good. It's just it doesn't compare to how good this Georgia Southern offense is. Uh yep. even though it's partially paced as you can see from the efficiency, it's still more efficient. Uh, yep. with regards to its offense. So over 58, I'm with you. If this was 60, 61, 62, I'd be like, eh, it's probably a little low. But also when you start getting up there, you start needing the, it, 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 not that you need the perfect, you need the perfect game to kind of get up into the 70s and 80s, right? But yep. one of those, like you still need things to go right, you know, that sort of thing. But 58, it's just it's, way too low. 58 with a team like Georgia Southern, you can go, you know, eight, 10 minutes in the game without a score. And you could still find a way to get over uh, this number. Whereas you get into the sixties, like it's basically done. Like you don't have a chance at that point. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, That will take us to Troy and army. Um, A Troy team that we've talked about here 
lately. The model's just really loving them. Uh, mm-hmm. Defensively grading out insanely. We talked about James Madison's defense being good for a group of five. Look at Troy's rating. Uh, yeah. Partially fueled by last week. Uh, you know, we had them laying an A grade to lay a bunch of points against Arkansas State that was never really in doubt. An Arkansas State team that had been looking better on offense and wants to play in a higher scoring game, and Troy just sucked the life out of that offense. Yep. That defense is legit a pretty good offense too i've got troy at number 30 they did really let us down i think it kind of threw us for a little bit of a of a juke there against kansas state in manhattan we talked about manhattan's a tough place to play mm-hmm. for a lot of teams uh i i think that kind of threw us off a little bit and it's as we're always talking we have to make sure as the season goes along we don't let those weird weeks define a team that we understand which ones were weird and that sort of thing and that was a tough one, obviously, but Troy's looked really good otherwise. Army's not a bad team, but they're not very good either. We've got Troy to go on the road and win this. Minus 195 is an A grade pick. Models is the win 83% of the time. So laying a bit, little bit of some odds here, but a game that Troy should win. And another one that reason why we love the money lines here, uh, you know, Army can make games weird. You can end up with weird two-point conversion stuff. Like, yeah. Troy could easily just win this game by like four or six or two or who the heck knows what. And they might destroy them. But weird things can happen. We love the money lines. I mentioned this last week. I just want to mention it again for anybody new or who the message just didn't quite seek in. The reason we love the money lines is we can take two favorites. And if one covers the spread and one doesn't, we go one and one. We've lost money. But if they both win, even though what I'm going low, we can make money. Now we always have to be careful, right? That doesn't mean they'll both win if one loses, right? That that's stuff too. But we have a mm-hmm. better chance of that when we get these higher probability games on the dog side. If we're taking points and you know it, they they win both, lose both, that sort of thing. You go one and one at minus one ten, you lose money. You go one and one at plus odds, you make money. The money lines offers a lot of uh, strength here, and that's what we're taking advantage of. Minus one ninety five. Uh, model thinks it should be a lot steeper. Uh, says it should be out uh, anything minus 282 or better is an a grade so lots of good numbers between minus 195 and minus 282 for an a grade on troy we love us some troy here because of jerry tell us more yeah i mean i feel like you summed it up well that last statement we we love troy here they've been really good to us so far this season maybe excluding that first game against kansas state when you look at this when troy's offense is on the field evenly matched game it would seem uh when troy's defense is on the field advantage troy uh because as as i don't want to say good as um different like improved as army's offense is and i mean that from like a schematic way and everything uh i'm sorry that that's not it's not gonna work uh, against troy the, the 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 type of improvements that you've made you know relative to the competition that army normally plays has been good not going to work against Troy. I mean, I, I just can't believe that I'm looking at a Troy defense that rakes race number 80, rates 82, uh, way up there as far as defenses go in the country. Uh, again, I'm just like shocked that a, a group of five defense is rated that high. Of course, Summer, all the head coach there, used to be one of the defense coordinators at Kentucky. What kind of what Kentucky hands that are had on every year is is solid defense. So I guess I shouldn't be uh, surprised. But yeah, t- to me, this is just Troy has such an advantage on the defensive side of the ball, when you're a group of five team, unless you're playing a power five team, that's going to get you a lot of wins when you are just so dominant on one side of the ball. It's just really hard for those smaller teams to uh, overcome that type of thing. So yeah, love, love me some Troy. Uh, and as much as I hate, you know, fading America here, uh, I Troy is definitely the right side to be on. I've got them as the 14th 
best defense in the country. I mean, they are legit. And I think you saw that with the fact that they held a really good offense at Western Kentucky to 24 points. Uh, They held Georgia State on the road to seven. I mean, they've been playing really well lately. Yeah. And and I mean, part of what gives me even more confidence in that is they were almost just as good on defense last year. They were really, really good then. Uh, So it's like the second straight year of their, this defense being lights out. Yeah, we uh, they had a tough game against James Madison. We actually got James Madison on that one. I believe it was plus odds. And when the game we said was a coin toss, both those teams were good. Um, and then ended up uh, taking the plus odds of James Madison, got to win in a tight, low-scoring game. But uh, it, Army just not at that level. Uh, Choi's had a really tough schedule. I think that's the reason the model loves them. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kent State, James Madison, Western Kentucky, Georgia State, that is a really incredibly tough first four yeah. to the season. Like how many, t- how many power five t- schools have played schedules that tough? Like even the big schools are getting <laughs> weaker. Yeah. Ones there. And um, Arkansas and, state was a drop off last week. That's kind of what army is here. And they still have to play. Oh my God. Texas state. That game is, could be crazy. Uh, South mm-hmm. Alabama, good team there, Louisiana, good team there. And then we will have the, the battle of sideline <laughs> when Troy faces Southern miss who will sideline pick. Uh, I will have my popcorn ready. I have no idea. There's a handful of teams like that. that the model's definitely on, and uh, we always yeah, it kind of yeah. works more than not. But uh, you know, it's yeah. out on the limb on a few of these teams, and definitely so they're yeah. missing one of them. But uh, yeah. just as a comparison, Arkansas State, according to the model, ranks 103rd, Army 97th. So I mean, it's a very yeah. similar situation to that one. Our Army's a little bit better. Model's a little bit bullish on Arkansas State, especially with the quarterback change. But uh, mm. uh, you know, it's not like Army's that much better than Arkansas State. So. Again, a whole lot easier of a competition than those first four games for Troy. Minus 195, way too short of a price. And then our last free pick for the day before we head into uh, all the extra picks for our people on Dub Club. Again, remember that sign-up link in the show description. Miami, Ohio, and Western Michigan. Because, Jared, we talked about the total a bit on this game. Miami, Ohio, a fascinating team. Last year, we just were under, under, under. They weren't even sniffing totals and we were constantly still getting on the north side of 44 45 remember at the end of the year Mm -hmm. we were still getting under 45 45 and a half and i think one game at the end of the year they went over but i mean it was like so much money on those unders start off Mm -hmm. this year their offense starts taking off they start playing at a faster pace and we're all like whoa what's going on and and gabbert's Mm -hmm. playing really well Lo and behold, the last two games in conference, they've allowed three yeah. points. Come on, now you're getting into some weak off, but they've allowed three points. It feels like we're yeah. starting to see some of the shades of last year's Miami Ohio. Still scoring some points, not quite as much as they were early, but that defense has really sharpened up. And you compare that to Western Michigan, who has the worst defense in the country with the exception mm. of UMass. Mm-hmm. And when you consider pace, actually worse than UMass because Western Michigan plays fast. I don't know what's going to happen in the total of this game. You could talk me into Western Michigan scores three points. Western mm-hmm. Michigan plays fast enough, and Miami's gotten this higher scoring games. You could talk me into this game kind of flies over a little bit too. I don't really know because Western Michigan's defense is so bad. What I do feel very confident is Miami Ohio winning this game. This is not mm-hmm. a put this money into every money land parlay you do. But if 315 by itself is a little too steep for you, this is a prime candidate to do a little two-team money line parlay with another pick in this range. Absolutely need this on your card. I don't want to lay points because, again, Miami Ohio sometimes plays these lower scoring games, and I don't know what they're doing yeah, this year. Yeah. They're just kind of all over the map. Uh, but I have a lot of faith they can win. Western Michigan just not 
very good whatsoever. You talked about the bottom part, Western Michigan at the tail at distribution makes 129. Yep. Not a good football team, cousin Jared. Not a good football team. No, and Miami, Ohio, I think it is a good football team because we've seen them score points this year and wins game wins games. And then we go to conference play and it's like boom, the defense is lights out yeah. again. And they're you know pitching shutouts right and left. So uh I, I just think Miami, Ohio is still slightly undervalued, especially relative to the the competition that they play in the MAC. Um, that's really all there is to say about this. Uh, I think yeah. Miami Ohio is a very good MAC football team. Western Michigan is bad, even by MAC standards. On the total, this is something I would keep my eye on. I, you look how bad this Western Michigan defense is. Uh, I think this game has a good chance to go over. But I looked it up. Some potentially some weather. Uh, for this game on Saturday. So this is definitely one of those things. If you're like me and lean towards the over, stay updated on on the weather and make sure you kind of know what's going on there before you just blindly go out and, and grab and grab an over in this one. And that's the key thing to remember, especially as we get to October, November, the weather can start being a little bit rougher. Remember, as we get into snow season and more November, of course, snow doesn't really affect the total as much as wind and rain can. But wind is more specifically a problem side to side. So now you got to start looking up stadium directions if you're talking about wind. Wind to your back doesn't really affect the total that much, mainly because if it's to your back for those two quarters, you're really advantaged because the other team can't punt into it. So you're going to get great field position. And then you can just lob it up deep. It's really, but you can't pass it. So it just kind of tilts the field, literally. Side-to-side winds wreak havoc on passing games. So that's something to keep in mind. Rain as well. It's a little bit early in the week for us to really know too much about weather. So if you're watching this early in the week, keep in mind, we don't really know. We don't, I mean, we're pretty good about two, three days out nowadays about predicting weather. Five, six days out, it's just really tough. So maybe some weather concerns here. Maybe some weather concerns in that Georgia Southern and James Madison game, but we think that number is so mispriced that we want to get the key yeah, number. Yeah. Even if there is some weather, it, it shouldn't drop the total down that low. So we just want to make sure we're on the yeah. right side of the key number. So these are decisions that you have to make. As the weather gets going more weird again dub club is the place to be you can get access to that discord chat and these are the types of questions you can ask us we can give our opinion on hey get it now we see the weather but it's a key number wait on it. it's not a key number etc etc we can have those discussions on discord it's a perfect place for it so if you're interested in totals and weather as we get in the fall dub club is the place to be for that information it's also the place to be to get all of the picks that we teased earlier a baseball pick and three a grade plays including one on tuesday night football so if you're watching this year with us earlier in the week you got some tuesday action that we're going to talk about in the extended cut study hall whatever the heck we're calling it portion of the show uh cousin jared parting words before we shift into that segment I mean, how how can you not be on Dub Club? Less than a dollar a day, and you get double the content. And for college football, somehow like you are still getting us talking about the content. <laughs> yes, you are getting us talking about every single game. I I don't know how for the second season in a row you have convinced us to cover every yeah. single game, but but here yeah. we are. Um, so yeah, yeah, less than a dollar a day, you get a lot of good stuff during college football I, season. And I do feel like we buried the lead a little bit there last week. We kind of were trying something a little bit different, but Wednesday we are coming mm-hmm. back. Yeah. We're not the after show Wednesday won't be structured. It'll be the after show. We'll just be cousin Jared and I just cleaning the slate. So get excited for that people. And if you're not with us on dub club, uh, sign up that way. Wednesday, you can hear our opinions. We were talking about this a little bit before, before we were still recording. That'll be the place to kind of say, Hey, here are all the extra B and secret picks that I'm looking at. Here's the numbers I'm meeting. Cause Jared, that's where you'll say, Hey, I kind of disagree with the model on this one. Uh, and mm-hmm. we'll talk about that sort of things. We don't want to do the hair on show. We have limited picks. We, we can go ahead and just kind of 
get the ones we all agree on, but that's where we can kind of say, hey, the model kind of leans this way, but I've seen this and I lean this way. So we'll have some great discussion on the rest of the slate on Wednesday. Dub Club is the place to be. Otherwise, though, we'll have the outro music. If you're with us on the extended cut version on Dub Club, stay with us. We'll be right back in 30 seconds.